Hello, listeners, and welcome to Fiasco Fridays, where if you're not backstabbing each other, can you really call it friendship? Hi, my name is Sam Conklin, and I run this show with my good friend, Kelly Sofian. Every month, there's a different playset, different set of characters, and different special guests. Before we get started, here's a little bit of information about how the game Fiasco works. Fiasco is a tabletop role-playing game where each player plays a character. We each get to make up our character, but it's based on the dice that we roll and what the playset says. And as much as we would love to share with you guys the 45 minutes of super awesome goofing off character creation, we thought it would be a better idea if we just jump straight into the first scene. But don't worry, at the end of the month, we'll be releasing a full episode of just the character creation and other setup that we did before we got this game started. Once we get all of that set up, each player takes a turn deciding what the scene is going to be and what their character wants to do. Right now, we're going to jump straight into the action. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy Fiasco Fridays! We should do the thing where we all clap at this, where we call claps at the same time. (laughs) This is going to be a mess. Okay. Ready? Ready? One, two, three, clap. That was not together at all. Also, I think I blew up my mic. (laughs) It's okay. I got, I got mine. Should we do the intro? Yeah, let's do the intro. What is our intro again? Hello, everybody. My name is Sam. And I'm Kelly. And welcome to... Fiasco Fridays. Fridays. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelly and I have played this awesome game, Fiasco, for a long time. Um, We've been friends for a few years, and it's been awesome. And we figured, hey, we should make this a podcast and share it with people because it's a lot of fun. And we just love making stories and sharing them with people. Yeah, so... uh this is our first episode, and we are going to periodically bring on guests. Uh, the first guest is, of course, Eric. I'm super ready to witness this. So each episode, we're going to have a playset, and we're basically going to improv a movie. And what is this week's or this month's playset, Sam? This month's playset is Heart of Dreams. Um, just to review, we just went over our characters and everything. So my name is Sam. I will be playing Penelope Pendulum, who is a mason with Kelly's character. I My character builds, like, she likes, she's good at building houses, but she really wants to build, like, micro tiny houses, like the size for, like, ants or something, because she thinks they're really cute and make her feel safe. But her job on set is to manage props, and she's salty about it. My name is Kelly, and I will be playing Guff McGuffin, who is uh, oddly convenient in, in most circumstances, um, who really wants to win a prank war uh, against Eric's character um, that has been going on for years. Um, and once he's off of this goddamn movie set, he's going to build the House of Pranks, which is the greatest prank museum the world has ever seen. Um, and he is secretly a mason. Not that type of mason, but like the house building kind of mason. I'm Eric, and I will be playing Jackson Jackson. Uh, he goes by Jay, though, for obvious reasons. Um, Jackson is an, an a professional animal handler. Um, 
on set. He is in charge of uh, of you know the the stunt animals and the other uh, managing the other inse- like insects and bugs and stuff that they'll be using for the different shoots. Oh my god, we're um, gonna use like real bugs. Yes. And um, yeah, naturally, of course. This yeah, is you know, poisonous ones. Oh yeah. Um, the venomous ones, which are more dangerous. Snakes, scorpions, the whole gamut. The, uh, come on, we're filming in a jungle. We got to use authentic animals. Um, Locally caught. And uh, he he's not a prankster by trade, but he's very competitive. Uh, and he uh, got roped into this prank war a long time ago uh, with Guff. And uh, he's not one to ever back down. He's incredibly stubborn. And he's just decided, you know what? Like, I'm not stopping until I win. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care if we do this for the rest of our lives. I'm going to come out on top. And he uh, is also deeply resentful of the director uh, because the director, uh, unbeknownst to some of the cast, uh, the director actually, uh, like, hunts like like poaches for fun in their meantime, basically like a trophy hunter. Uh, and Jackson, Jay is just very, just like deep seething hatred. So a lot of Jay's pranks are very uh, animal related sabotage towards the director, and that's been uh, a big obstacle in the shoot so far. Dang, that's a lot of backstory. I'm really glad that you have. That gives us a lot to work with. All right, so I am Penelope, and what I want is I want Gruff to agree that everyone and everything is terrible. Um, What just happened is we're going to open the scene with beautiful shots of this... this foreign landscape, foreign, foreign to Americans. We don't, we don't, we have beautiful nature, but not beautiful nature like this. This feels tropical. It feels warm. It feels like no human has touched this nature. There's waterfalls. There are rocks. It's gorgeous. There's beautiful sunshine and there's rustling and you hear screaming. Two men are fighting in the jungle. What is happening? Suddenly, um, a club raises a, the, the one man gets the upper hand. He raises a club above his head and it's, it's a stick with a rock tied to it. And all of a sudden, the rock falls onto the second actor's face. And he goes, ow! <laughs> and you hear, cut! <laughs> we, we see a larger shot of the entire thing. And it's just a movie set. And the director's like, ah, oh, god damn it. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> Who designed this prop? Yes, Eric, you, you can be the director in this scene. <laughs> Look, man... For one, I really need you to be like an angry jungle thug. You know what I mean? Like that is that not what it says on the script? Angry jungle thug. Sorry, no? boss. Yes? Yeah, yeah, that's why I thought. <laughs> okay, I really need you to channel that. You're looking like you're just taking a beating out here. You're, you you got to get aggressive, you know? You're not you that you know, the main character's going to beat you, but you can't just go down like that. You got to put it up a, a little bit more of a fight. I I think Where's I'm that gonna... choreography we went over? Come on. I think I need to rehearse for five minutes. I'll be back. Yeah, I think you need. I think you need to to think your life over, because if you don't get it in the next couple shots, I'm gonna have to lay you off. Jesus. So the director tells everyone to take five. Jesus. Oh, All right, everyone, wrap it up. Take five. Five. Jesus Christ! If I have to go through another fucking stunt double. Another stunt more like stunt quadruple. That's gonna be the third one this week. How many ang- how hard is it 
to nail angry jungle thug. And then the director calls in me to my character to fix the prop. Yeah, uh, Penelope. Where's Penelope? Pen Penelope. Uh, here, here, I'm here. Can, can I get you? Come on. I don't have all day. Can, can we get oh, over here? break again? Listen, I, yeah, okay, I'm here. The club, listen, it keeps breaking. I, used, I look. I know. Uh, listen, I used the glue. I did. I've my, at my workshop. It is not this human. It is not this hot. I tried very hard to get this to work. And listen, I, yeah, I can't control. Well, you know, I said, I know there's, I know it's I not. I guess you I know didn't it's not try hard enough. I know there's, I know there's a green screen and I know there's, there's different movie magic. I just don't understand why we have to film in the jungle. <sighs> Penelope, L listen, Penelope. All right. Screenwriter's a good friend of mine. We, we work this out together. This is very important to the integrity of this production. You understand? We, we've got this script. We've got this script and we have to follow it. And the script calls for this choreographed fight in the jungle. And, the, you know, his main character's got a club. That's like, that's his character. And we've got the design for this club. We sent you those specs. And this shit keeps falling apart. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, maybe if we had a better budget, I could get glue that actually oh, works. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you want to bring the budget into it. Listen, we've spent so much fucking money on just shoot after shoot, and we can't get the shit right. We've gone through all these stunt doubles. We keep having to fix this goddamn club. Listen, like, I, I need you to stop costing me money. That's all I'm asking. We wouldn't be costing this much money if we weren't seven weeks behind schedule. Uh, sorry, what was that? Huh? You want to repeat Tell that? You what, I'm going to take five. Why don't, why don't you... I'm just... I'm going to fix this prop. I'll be back in three minutes. It'll be fine. It's going to work right. this time. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Better be actually fixed this time because that's what you said the other three times. Fuck. I go over to Gruff. <laughs> okay. Like, God so, damn piece of work. So Gruff is over in the corner uh, um, next to one of the... Um, cameras on on the dollies um one of the overhead crane ones and uh he's taking a smoke break what is it this time penelope the glue the goddamn glue i know glue i know how this works i've just i've i've gone through i've gone through every the, okay for week two the actors were using these way too hard you know what happened you know what happens is my props they were too good they used to be too good i was using the best glue i made fantastic clubs that the men could beat each other with but guess what their idea of acting this low budget these guys i don't know where they hired them maybe they found these actors on the street or something but i gave them practically real clubs to work with they weren't that heavy but damn they could hold up and guess what they did they actually beat each other with them during the during the filming a few weeks ago that's the reason why we have so many stunt doubles that we're losing and dropping like flies. <laughs> Pun not intended. This place is itching and crazy and gross. I just, I've, I've used up all my resources. All my, all of the good glue is gone. We don't have any money for it and it's all his fault. And I'm just so sick of everything being everyone else's fault but the director. I don't know what we're going to do here. I don't know what he wants me to pull this out of my ass. Like, how am I supposed to fix this if there's, <laughs> if nobody gives a fuck? Like, I don't know what to do. Hello, Gruff? All right. All right, baby doll. Listen up. Maybe you should just stop giving a fuck as well. Like, don't get me wrong. Actors can be annoying. But everyone here is sick and tired of the shit. Everyone. 
And why do we still do it? Why can't we just do it right and move on? Well, I don't know what to tell you, babe. Like, it's so infuriating. You just, you just, you don't give a crap either, do you? Listen, this is my last film. I've already put in my resignation to the industry. I'm done. After this. Oh, God, this is your project? This is your final one? I'm just getting started. This stuff, you're, are you saying it doesn't get better? Doesn't get worse. Oh, jeez, what am I supposed to do? I flew out here. I just, they didn't even cover any of my expenses. I don't, I have student loans to pay off, you know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Write it off in your taxes? This is bullshit. All of this is bullshit. You know what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do is I'm just, I'm going to find a stick. And I'll bet you if I give the stick to the actor, this nice thick piece, and then I break, I, I try to break this stick and it's not working. This stupid piece. But if I give this to the actor, the director won't even fucking notice because he's too busy eyeing <laughs> his secretary over there. Just a random fucking stick for the joke. Or whatever jungle. they're called. I like the way you think, Penelope. Go and do it. This is BS. Look at him ogling her. It's disgusting. Two minutes, everyone. Two this minutes. Misogynistic piece of garbage. I did not. I did not graduate with a degree in tiny house. In I did not graduate with a degree to 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 be here making pieces of weapons that are too good. And I, I just I, I just I, storm I place, off and I before you leave, I place a hand on your shoulder and go. Don't worry, kid. You'll make it through. Then I pat you on the back and climb back up to my uh, camera position. End scene. <laughs> scene. Mm. We've established a lot of information. Sounds like a, it was a, a little bit like of a failure to me. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Ruff was quite convinced. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take a red die. I don't care. You don't get to see the face, so you don't get to like really stress out yet. <laughs> Gruff is a little too optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get better. He's probably just saying that. It's just like it's not gonna get better. <laughs> he he has his smokes. He doesn't give two shits. <laughs> um, listen, I've been here before, and it doesn't get better. Give up now. Call your mommy. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I met a woman who actually talked like that. Really? That's amazing. Like she had the stereotypical New York smoker accent. It was crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. She um, worked at a steak and shake. I guess that's not That's surprising. even better. <laughs> Could we have you, this you woman met, be like, our guest in our next out fiasco? in the wild. <laughs> like, like <laughs> this isn't like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, you actually, like, wild, like, you met the unicorn of the world. Like I did, yes. <laughs> like, the, the core, like, origin of the stereotype. It was like I was talking to patient zero. It was crazy. That's so fun. All right, so, so scene two. Yes. Which one of you wants to go next? Uh, I think Jackson's going to be in this scene. Um, I think he's got plans underway to... Uh, so uh, the director... The, we're down by a chute uh, at the bottom of the waterfall. Um, you know, the fight, the fight scene progresses and they, you know, the main character goes over the waterfall uh, and he gets up out of the water at the bottom and it's this like big dramatic scene. Um, and the, uh, Jackson has a staged and elaborate plan to, uh, accidentally quote unquote, uh, release 
uh, a gator into into the water, um, and then uh, act like, oh, it was just a random animal, like we didn't check the water. Whoops. Um, and then secretly recapture it later and put it back in. You're, you're gonna release the gator. Yeah, he he releases. He he's gonna be up at the kind of like the top of the waterfall and releases the gator because he he's not really like participating in the shot. There's no there's not supposed to be animals in this shot. Oh god. Um, but he's gonna make one exist. Good. And uh, and I think that. I think that it's fair to say that Guff is present. Um, okay. And there's so, just going to kind of be like silent tension between them. Cuz I think I think Guff is smart enough to know that the odds of a gator appearing out of nowhere would be pretty slim. Mhm. So and, So what what do you want to do though? Like, what is so your goal? I th- what J- so what Jackson wants is uh, Jackson Jackson wants Guff. Well, Jackson he he wants you know he's doing the prank, uh, but he's doing it because he wants he wants the prank to be good enough to where Guff is convinced that a one up is necessary. He he's trying okay. to uh, he he's making a power play. On Guff, or okay, uh, so is, it, is it Guff or Gruff? To, I think it's, it's Gruff. Gruff, but, okay, but, Gruff. But Jay can totally call him Guff, and like that can also be a point of tension of just like <laughs> he constantly up, gets his name wrong. Yeah, it's like there's an R there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Guffer. Yeah, whatever, Guff, Gufferson, <laughs> Gufferson. Uh... That's part of the one-upmanship. He's he's just devoted to constantly like he always throws oh, that God. in just as a like a little sprinkling, like icing on the cake for all of his pranks. He's like, "So what'd you think, Guff?" <laughs> awesome. I know right, this is a fictional character, started? but I already hate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So all right. so you're trying to to bait. Yeah, Ruff. I'm trying to bait. I'm trying to bait Guff into uh, into. Uh, continuing the prank war. Okay. All right, that works. All right. Uh, so beginning of the scene, uh, we got all the cast. They're kind of like all the cameras and you know the the grip and gaffers and stuff. They're all circled around kind of this like the bottom of the waterfall. It's this little like pool, like a grotto almost, but it's not really a cave. It's just kind of this little like little area where the waterfall pools and then continues off into the rest of the river. Um, and uh, the actors are, you know, the the main character. He's ready on the kind of kind of like the bank of this little pool, um, on the rocks. You know, he's ready. He's got his uh his like safety advisor kind of standing next to him, talking to him, briefing him. Directors talking to the cameraman. Uh, Jackson kind of smirks down at the scene from the top of the waterfall and kind of walks back. And he uh he kind of flips open the locks on this little uh, tank. That he uh, he had dragged out. He got a couple of his uh, his assistants to help him. He's got a little team of people that um, handle help him handle the heavy cages and the um, the larger specimens that they keep. So um, he he requested that they haul it out for him. He told them that the director said they might need it for the shot, depending on uh, which way the scene ends up going. 
I was um, thinking the director would say something like, why don't you keep that on hold in case we need some real reactions from the cast? Yeah, yeah. So he just kind of he kind of gave them a bullshit description, but it's fortunate for him because it's a description that uh, would probably be believable because the director is an asshole. So um, <laughs> he's got this – so he, he kind of flips open the locks and he, he gets up – he gets his legs up around the top and he like swings open – he, so he's like kind of looking down at the at the this like big kennel thing from above, and he he reaches down and like opens the cage, and uh, the alligator kind of crawls out. Um, and he gets it like he gets it into the river. Um, and he he kind of sends some he he he's like holding on to the sides of it, just kind of gently stroking it up down from the tip of the nose down to the base of the tail. Um, it's trained to remain calm and, uh, he waits for the scene to start. The director is like, all right, uh, you ready? All right, everyone, everyone quiet on set. All right. And action. And, uh, the moment the director yells action, Jackson just like kind of just maniacally laughs to himself like, (laughs) and just like releases the alligator and kind of, he has a little, he has a little, uh, like bin of uh, like a little bait, like little treats. Uh, he just kind of tosses one down the down into the river, and it goes over the waterfall. And the alligator gives chase. Um, uh, meanwhile, down below, the the main actor is you know he's acting on a scene. He's like, Rah! and he kind of like bursts out of the water. His like hair is all dripping down his face. He's you know he's, he's this big like stereotypical burly action hero, and he kind of gets out of the water with that like revenge look. He's like s- slowly getting over to the riverbank, and you just see him kind of like stop, and he's like, and he he like looks around. He's like, ah, ah, oh, what the fuck? And there's just like, there's just an alligator there. Um. Oh my god! Did you see that? Is that a real gator? Yeah, it just kind of like uh, you see the the little bit of bait, like kind of as it came down the waterfall, it drifted, it landed in the pool and kind of drifted over, and it just kind of like. S- like clung to the actor a little bit because it's kind of sticky you know it's like a little bit of meat or something <laughs> and the actor's just like oh what the hell what the fuck guys and he's like he's screaming he like splashes out of the pool the alligator you know uh intrigued by the splashing because alligators instinctively uh are attracted to like the thrashing sounds they think it's like prey you know he swims over to the bank and he's just kind of like there eagerly and everyone everyone's freaking out the director's trying to yell over the din asking like what the fuck is going on jackson just kind of uh you know just like really nonchalantly uh and not really anyone noticing just kind of uh strolls down the hill towards the bottom towards the filming set and uh just kind of walks up behind uh behind gruff and puts his hand up on his shoulder and it's just kind of like Wow, what are the odds of that happening, huh? <laughs> what do you want, Michael? Oh, yeah, Michael, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, listen, Guff. Um, you know, man, that's... Wow. Like, I don't know how that could have happened. Like, what are the odds that an alligator comes down the waterfall the very instant we're filming a shoot? You know, like, that, not even that's just crazy to, to me. Like, I don't think water. I don't think alligators go over waterfalls. You know, like I think they're smarter than that typically. You know, that's not even a native alligator where we're filming, right? What are you talking about? That's 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 a that's an. Oh American. come on! I know my alligators. No 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 no. <sighs> Listen, nah, y- 
I, I climb down from, from my camera position. Listen, Michael, if you yeah. want to prolong the shoot any longer, do me a favor and make it funnier next time. And then I just walk off. You know, this is going to cause a big commotion on set, I yell after you as you're, like, walking away. How much longer do you think they're going to postpone the shoots? You're probably going to have to film at least a couple more scenes. <laughs> just kind of, like, insinuating, like, haha, I've, I've created more work for you. The director, though, is just screaming in the background for the animal handler. And then you just yeah, take uh, off I just kind of turn around like the animal handler him. over here? I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course, sir. And uh, I, like, snap. I'm like, hey, guys. And I uh, get my team down. Uh, and we all we all kind of gather around, and they they help me handle him, uh, kind of, and we get in, we get him into a quote unquote uh, extra empty unused uh, kennel, which is actually just his kennel uh, that we pretended we had an extra one, and uh, we get him in there and we we cage him up, and uh, I'm just kind of talking to the director about um, yeah, you know, we'll we'll I'll talk to the locals and we'll uh, we'll see if we can release this somewhere safe, um, and I just uh, I just kind of look out at Gruff, like, stomping away, and I just kind of, like, smirk to myself. Also, while, while, while you look over, you notice that I open up my pack of cigarettes, frown, throw it on the ground, and then just, like, slam my foot into it, twist, and then keep storming off. <laughs> <laughs> I made him quit smoking. No, 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 no. The pack is empty. Like, oh, empty. Okay. Like, you pissed him off, and also he doesn't have any cigs. <laughs> like, he's like, ah. Uh... No cigarettes. I hate you so much. I'm clean now. <laughs> no. So was that a fail is, or a succeed? I feel like that was a success. It sounded like a success to It was me. definitely a success. <laughs> All right. Rad. So I guess right. we know what the next scene might be. Um, so uh, um, it's going to be uh, Gruff with um, one of the other camera guys. Um. Can I be the camera guy? Yeah. Yes. Because uh, he wants... How many... Really quick question. How many scenes do we do? So we do two each before the tilt, and then two each after the tilt. All right. So uh, I want to have this conversation with the camera guy, because I know he was talking with the locals and and found some nice mushrooms. And there's... And he's normally the guy I get cigs from. So you want to get the shrooms? I want to get cigs and shrooms. <laughs> yeah, you and this camera guy are kind of buddy buddy. Well, we're we're both camera people, so like yeah. we get each other. Yeah, kind of. Gotcha. You got that kinship there. Com- coworker yeah. camaraderie type deal. Yeah. Totally true. Right. Sam, right, you want to play the, uh, yes. the camera guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. So, uh, it's it's getting uh dusky out. It's it's later in the evening. Uh, everyone is kind of getting ready to like uh go back to the trailers and stuff and and tents and sleep. Um, so I'm I'm outside of the shared trailer for all of the camera people because the budget is so small that uh they they just got like trailers for like the teams. So, like, all of the props people are in the, like, have a very small section of hammocks in the props trailer. Um, Same with the camera peeps. There's, like, seven of us, like, crammed into the, into, like, this one trailer. So, outside the door of the the camera crew trailer, um, uh, 
Brad, who's the other camera guy, is uh, leaning up against uh, the the um, the trailer. So I just nonchalantly walk up and I go, "Hey, Brad, do you got any cigs? I have a light. I just I ran out again." You ran out that quick, huh? Listen, we both know that gator was not native here. Fucking. I don't know what you were talking about. I was having too much fun doing my own thing. Doing your what? Man, you ever wonder, like, <sighs> there's so many weird species out here, and it just makes me think, have we tapped into the full p- potential of wild species of in in creative what did you find brad <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to worry about it listen at least one of us should be clean while we're shooting and it ain't gonna be me don't you think it'd be a little more fun if none of us were clean what you find brad I mean, I guess you could say in a way we're all dirty because this place is filthy. Buddy. Listen, all right, all right. So I've been I've been having I've I've got a little something, but but I need you to increase I need I need triple payment from for you if you want some of what I got because this stuff will blow your mind, and I don't know if I can keep it a secret anymore. <laughs> Tell you what, Brad. I'll listen, give you... Listen, 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 look. I'll give you quadruple <laughs> payment if you throw in a pack of cigs. Quadruple? Plus, That's a lot of dribbles. <laughs> also, I'll let you have the trailer for the night so you can hang out with one Ooh. of those sweet little extras that you've been I sneaking can. off to that cave with. Oh, I heard of that game. I tried to be that. They were afraid I was going to film them. And I'm like, guys, this camera's as big as my head. And I have a big head. I wouldn't be able to hide it. But they were like, they gave me that look, you know, that the cheerleaders in high school gave me that when I tried to sit at their table. <laughs> Here, Brad. And I go in for a handshake, <laughs> and I give him, I give him money. I'm like, here you go. Ah, Where's shit, this lot's thick. All right, all right, all right. Listen, listen. I only got so many baggies that are clean. You know what I'm saying? This one ain't clean because it's got, you know. So no, I don't know what I'm talking about, so you should take this. And so I hand you, <laughs> your, I hand you your six, and then I reach in my back pocket, and I, I lean into your ear, and I whisper, hey. Don't go too crazy with this stuff because I just licked it three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) So, I got you, fam. I got you, bro. I have a couple more, but I'm saving them. All right. (laughs) I I pat him on the shoulder. So I pocket I pocket the the shrooms. Uh, I take a cigarette pocket the the pack and i go i make no promises light up and then i go and walk uh towards the the food tent for Ah, for light dinner i bet they let you in that sex cave (laughs) you're so cool (laughs) and that seemed like a pretty definite success for me (laughs) 
Yeah, boy. To me. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I just decided to act like my true self, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> you, like, took yourself up to, like, seven, which I appreciated. I could go to eight. <laughs> this could be fun. I've decided, I think I found my need as a character. I think it's to over, I think it's to um, overthrow the patriarchy. <laughs> because i feel a very strong connection with the um the director's assistant who for some reason i called a secretary because i couldn't think of a word earlier but she's really chill and she gets stuff done and i'm like gonna my i want to act a scene with her and kelly i guess you could be you could be her or eric i I don't know anyone i i can be her i'm i'm down yeah all right (laughs) i can observe again and then that way later, like, if we had, like, a scene between, like, the director and the assistant, then you two could have that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to call her Sheila, just because it's the first name that came in my in my head. All right. Penelope wants to, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, I want to, I want to overthrow the director and have, I want to, I want to have to get Sheila on my side to help overthrow the director yeah overthrowing the director slash patriarchy (laughs) that's amazing man i wonder if the masons know you're doing this (laughs) i don't know man i could write like a note or something and then maybe gruff would find it later or someone would I, I like. I could write something like I'm secretly a mason on a slip of paper and slip it, and then someone could be like, "Oh shit!" No, and then they think it's me instead of you. <laughs> and then I'm like, "Wait, there's a mason? No! Oh god, no! It was They're gonna me. kill me!" <laughs> yeah. All right, shall we get started? All right. Sure. So we just wrapped up a shoot uh, somewhere. Maybe it was a love scene or something um, between. Big muscly man between He Man lookalike and Shira lookalike, um, just because they're they're classic, you know, B movie, yeah. yeah, whatever. They're, they're studs. actually the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the so, guy is muscle bound. They put so much the makeup on locks. them; they're just glowing. These people are the woman, so yeah, golden. The, the, they're the like lead actress has just way too much fucking makeup. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. And so, okay, then we can start the scene. All right, so so we just finished the shoot. Are we like in like the mess hall or something, like getting lunch? I was thinking we... we were on our way, like we were just dispersing, and I just okay. caught up with you. All right, with Sheila. Hey, hey, Sheila, can I talk to you for a sec? Yeah, yeah, Penelope. Uh, what, what, what's up? I just wanted to say that I, I really respect your work, and this shoot has been really hard. But seeing you every day, it, it gives me hope. You know. Thanks. It really means a lot. Like, who are we but a, a couple of gals who we're out yeah, we're we're out in the middle of nowhere in the world. Um and we're just we're making it happen, you know. I just think about all the little girls who are gonna watch this movie and be have all the, their minds twisted with the gross sexual nature of everything. And they're going to have disgusting concepts of what masculinity and femininity really means. And I just hope that when they see names in the credit, like Penelope and Sheila, that they can know that women can contribute to some, some big budget film. 
Yeah. But I think what would make this even better is if girls, little girls didn't have to see a film that confused them about their their rights. I'm thinking that maybe you and I could work together to make this film better for everyone. You know, the viewers and stuff. I think it would be super successful if we invested in a movie that everybody could be proud of. Right? Me too. But I'm not sure if this movie can be salvaged. I, what, if we put a, what if we put some kind of spin on it? What if... I don't know. I just... I feel like there's something holding us back. Or someone. What if you and I... I don't know... Is it crazy? Am I crazy for thinking the director is just a little out there? He has these really weird, creepy ideas for what a movie should be. And I hear he's doing weird practices outside of filming and just being terrible to nature and animals. And I just don't think we should have someone like that in charge of this whole project. It's a boys club. There's nothing we can do about it right now. I want to break the ceiling. I want to I want to make a change in the world and I think we have the power to make that happen. You have the power to make that happen. What do you say if you and I just sort of maybe after each shoot we could grab lunch and we could, you know, talk about maybe what could be angled differently on these scenes and the don't worry about the director. He doesn't have to know. I'd like lunch with you. Great, great. You know, he he's really interested in you, and I think he'll listen to whatever you say. But if only I was interested in him. Come on, let's get lunch. You don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's let's just get lunch. End scene. God, that was cute. Scene. And gay shit. That was a pretty good success, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gay. I'm all for that gay shit. Here for that gay shit. I'm I'm totally here for that gay shit. <laughs> Happy Pride. Dismantle the patriarchy. <laughs> By the way, we're recording this train on June. Pride month. Yeah, it Happy is Pride. Pride. Month. Happy, Happy Pride. Happy belated Pride. <laughs> Happy gay month. Happy. Happy. Happy stuff happy things month a gay gay pride to you <laughs> and a gay pride it, to you at all <laughs> a gay gay pride yeah gay isn't happy and then gay isn't homosexual yeah. it's a gay oh. gay pride yeah it's yeah. a gay gay pride Fiasco Fridays is a podcast hosted by Kelly Sophian and Sam Conklin. This game's special guest is Eric Robertson. The tabletop role-playing game called Fiasco was written by Jason Morningstar and published by Bully Pulpit Games. You can check it out by going to bullypulpitgames.com games fiasco. You can find more playsets at fiascoplaysets.com where there are hundreds to choose from. If you find one that you would like us to play, send us an email at fiascofridays at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter as at Fiasco Fridays or on Facebook as at Fiasco Fridays Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for another chapter of Heart of Dreams.